From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. It started last Friday with President Trump raising tariffs on $200 billion worth of Chinese imports. So this past Monday, China struck back announcing its own tariffs on $60 billion worth of U.S. goods. Well, the Trump administration did not like that, so it reacted by taking steps to put tariffs on an additional $300 billion worth of goods from China. Everything from golf balls to baseballs, gloves and clothing, even radio broadcast receivers. Well, joining me to review this escalating trade fight between the U.S. and China is Ben White, chief economic correspondent at Politico. Ben, good morning. Good morning. Great to be with you. So this back and forth, it's being called a trade dispute, a trade war. Is that the way that the administration is looking at what's happening? I think it is. I mean, they want to play it down. Trump referred to it as a squabble, I think. But, you know, we are in a trade war with China right now. And as you mentioned, we're very close to being in the most intense intense stage of it. If Trump goes forward with tariffs on the remaining 300 billion plus that we import from China every year, uh, then you're in full scale trade war. And then you see big impacts on the consumer and probably on markets. What does Trump really want out of this fight? He wants two things. Um, He wants China to cave and make a deal on U.S. terms and agree to some real fundamental changes in their legal and economic system. Uh, So he definitely wants that. He also, as he often does, wants to be seen as being tough, uh, particularly being tough on China. He spent a lot of his campaign. It goes back to that, you know, escalator moment when he announced for president. Part of the main thing he promised was to, you know, get tough on trade, particularly with China, get better deals for the United States, and stop China from what he describes as cheating us. Uh, but I think ultimately he really wants a good deal with China. It's just a very open question now whether he can get it. There's been so much back and forth on uh, this for some time now. Remind me why exactly this fell apart at the point that it did. Like, what's the issue? Right. So the issue, according to people I've spoken to inside the administration, inside the trade team, is they believed, Robert Lighthizer, the U.S. trade representative, believed that China had committed to making specific changes in its law regarding the forced transfer of technology. This is a, a tradition in which the Chinese, if you are a tech firm, uh, really any firm that wants to do business in China, you have to share your proprietary technology. Uh, they thought they had an agreement uh, that there would be um, formal legal changes in the Chinese system to, to do that, to codify that. Uh, then the Chinese came back uh, recently and said, well, that's too much for us to do. That infringes on our sovereignty. We'd like to give you other assurances that we'll make these changes, but we're not prepared to actually change our law. Uh, and that's where they broke down, because the Trump administration is really worried that China will do what it's done before and, and promise to mend some of its ways and then never actually do anything. So that's what's um, gotten us blocked up. And that's a that's a legitimate, real sticking point that businesses have been complaining about for some time. It is absolutely legitimate. I think there's you know bipartisan consensus um, you know in Washington and in the business community that it's a really crummy thing that China does uh, in this regard and is unfair to U.S. companies who just want to you know try to do business there and sell to the growing Chinese middle class, but don't want to turn over pri- proprietary technology that think the Chinese should figured these things out for themselves. Um, so absolutely legitimate beefs, but it you know it does get to this kind of existential issue for the Chinese, which is they've settled on a strategy for how they are going to improve in, in the technology front, particularly on you know 5G and telecom and all sorts of other big things of the future. And the Trump administration is act- asking them to fundamentally alter their approach. And, and that's hard for them to do. And that ties into some more news that happened in the middle of this week when the Trump administration took action on the Chinese tech company Huawei. Explain what exactly they did and why this is so significant. 
Yeah, it's very significant. I mean, this was a, a Trump White House executive order uh, that essentially, in effect, will you know, not necessarily ban U.S. companies from doing business from Huawei, but they will need uh, express permission from the Trump administration to do business with Huawei in the United States, um, which, you know, some analysts have referred to as the nuclear option and a, you know, a huge blow to Huawei. And it all comes down to, you know, what is a fundamentally important infrastructure thing for the United States. And that's the build out of this 5G telecom network, sort of the next uh, faster wave of internet communications and, you know, underpins all sorts of technologies from, you know, AI and self-driven cars. And the U.S and probably rightfully so, is worried about Huawei having its equipment in all of these networks and potentially you know, using it for nefarious purposes and spying. Uh, but it's, it's a big blow to Huawei, and it's a major move by the Trump administration to say to China, you know, we think that your national champion here on telecom is a you know, bad player who could be spying on us, and we're not going to let it happen. How sustainable are all these tariffs that are going on on, on both sides? Well, I, I don't think they're sustainable if they go to the next level, which is, you know, we tariff everything they export to us. And they're already at the point where they pretty much tariff everything we export to them. I mean, it's important to remember that they export a lot more to us than we do to them. But, you know, if we get to that point where it's all tariffed at 25 percent, um, then you've got consumer prices rising in the United States. I would imagine markets would sell off. You know, a lot of the folks I talked to on Wall Street who hope for a deal to get done say, you know, if we go full trade war, it'll be so painful for both sides that it will force a deal shortly after that. Now, that could be wishful thinking, but I don't necessarily think it is, that that will be a moment where there's just too much collateral damage. You've got farmers in the U.S. who are really angry about not being able to sell to China. It's not going to be great for you know, consumers, particularly Trump's kind of blue-collar base, if they're going to you know, Target and Walmart and their bill is 25% higher. Um, I don't think that is sustainable. I think what we've got now is probably sustainable for a while. It's not completely devastating to either economy. Uh, But it's when we hit that next level that it's hard to see it lasting that much longer once it gets there. So what we're looking at is the danger of slower economic growth in this country and higher prices at the same time. Yeah, which is, you know, your sort of stagflation scenario that that nobody wants. And when you talk to economists about risks, the economy, things that could tip us into recession, you know, top on the list is a policy mistake. And in this case, a policy mistake involving trade and uh, and tariffs and the impacts kind of spiraling out of control uh, and really slowing down consumer spending. And as you know, everybody listening knows that's 70 or more percent of the U.S. economy is consumer spending. And if uh, if that slows down and everybody's paying more and you've got inflation. That's not a good scenario. So what's next? When do we expect the two sides to to meet next and try and negotiate a, a resolution? So there could be some lower level meetings between now and then. But the big moment is the G20 summit in Japan, the end of June. Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping are expected to meet. That's the next big moment in the China-U.S. trade saga. Ben White is the chief economic correspondent at Politico. Ben, thanks so much. Always a pleasure. I'm Charlie Herman. This is Money Talking from WNYC. 